Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Shit Show. This actually has been a shit show. Kia ora everyone and welcome to another episode of The Shit Show. Now this week I'm recording from the beautiful Hawke's Bay. It's been a bit moody and a bit rainy but very warm and I love to be here. As always, I am recording with Squishy. Hi Squish, how are you? Good Luce. Um, You know this but the listeners don't but I just had a real big fuck up with my earpods. So I was good but now I'm angry. <laughs> Honestly... Honestly, Nick and I, because we are just sitting here on our little microphones with our computers, we have technical difficulties like every single episode. But you know what? We push through. Do you know why? Because we love you all. And that brings me to something really special that I want to talk about. Um, If you love listening to me and Nick on the mic each week, which I think you do because you keep coming back, we now have a way that you can support us. Now, a lot of you probably do know, some of you maybe don't know, but we started Shit You Should Care About about three years ago and we sold tote bags to save up money to buy our little podcast mics. We didn't pay ourselves for ages. We, I mean, me and Nick still sit here on the floor and record all of this for you guys. You know Ruby edits it because she leaves in shit that I always tell her to delete. And it takes a lot of work and it costs money on our end. And the media landscape these days is unique because it's very hard to make money. So we have launched Siska Supporters, which is where you can decide how much you would like to pay us for the jobs that we do, which is really fucking cool. It means you can pay as little as you want or as much as you want. You can pay a monthly cost. You can pay an annually cost. Um, everything that you need to know is linked in the show notes. It basically means that we can keep doing this and it means that we can... Only say yes to commercial partners that we want to work with. It means that we can maybe get a studio, maybe get an engineer. We can maybe be a bit more professional. And it means that you can keep hearing me and Nick on the mic each week. So please, please, please. It's hard to ask for money, but it's it's necessary if we want to keep this business going and keep it editorially free so we can say shit like, Shit and fuck and I can say roar like no 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 Ruby actually take that out it means that we could we could keep swearing and giving you the news in the way that you like it without having to answer to too many people so Nick do you think people should come and become a Cisco supporter yeah yeah. Ah! <laughs> oh my god Nick's like no, no of course the yes. work is worth 
absolutely nothing. No one should pay for it. And you don't even work hard. You don't even work hard. (laughs) No, we love you all. Now that you have all gone and thrown some money our way for all the hard work that goes into preparing for these such put-together shows, such put-together shows, Nick, what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week? The new Top Gun movie comes out in May, um, but I guess Kim Jong-un got tired of waiting and decided to make his own. So in a bizarre little wee video that he posted this week, the North Korean leader is shown in a bunch of really cinematic slow-mo shots with some aviators and a leather jacket that's a size or two too small, uh, walking in front of the country's new ballistic missile um so i think it's meant to look like he's directing this big rocket on the back of a truck down the down the runway i guess um and being all cool and in charge but with everything he kind of just looks like an idiot wait so it looks like so has he actually made a rendition of top gun or is that just what it looks like well not really but he's he's got the he's got the tom cruise aviator and he's got the leather jacket and he's pointing the rocket down the thing and waving flags about and looking very important um but it kind of, it's just... It's just very North Korea. It's like your people are starving and this is what you're spending money on? Yeah, look, their priorities probably aren't where they should be with this. Um, and also, like, the rocket that he's posing with could low-key hit the US. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> there there is a video of it launching and apparently that the rocket now can reach the mainland United States. So that's kind of concerning and that's probably the actual news here, but yeah. But... But weirdest thing doesn't have to be news, Del. And luckily you merged the two. I'm a talent. Anyway, so Luce, the we- your weirdest thing is something we've all seen this week, right? I think we've all seen what um, my weirdest thing on the internet was this week. Nick actually texted me about it while I was driving and I thought it was fake. And then I got to wherever I was driving to and all I could, and all that was all over my feeds was Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and honestly by now we've heard all the takes we've seen all the takes I don't want to get into it I don't want to bring a take but the weirdest thing that I saw was definitely Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars moving right along Nick what is your first news story it was a pretty solid slap. My first news story, Mackenzie Scott has donated $3.8 billion since last June. So in a post made on Wednesday, billionaire philanthropist Mackenzie Scott, the former wife of second richest person in the world, Jeffrey Bezos, uh, announced a new round of donations, the largest being a $275 million donation to Planned Parenthood. Um, Mackenzie, who pledged to donate most of her income following her divorce from Jeffy Boy, said that her donations are designed to help all types of people, noting that helping any of us can help all of us. Uh, she added that efforts such as investing in workplace and educational opportunities for women and girls results in stronger economic growth. And about six of the ten charities Mackenzie has donated to are led by women. So that's pretty cool as well. Go off! Since June, she has donated $3.8 billion to 465 charities uh, and, in, and in total has provided gifts to 1,257 organisations since she started her pledge and that her charitable team are attempting to give away a fortune that was enabled by systems in need of change. So that's really wholesome from Mackenzie and it's awesome to see actual billionaires giving away actual billions. That is actually amazing and I'm calling it right now that that is doubling as my good news story for the week because that's 
fucking great. The $275 million is the biggest donation that Planned Parenthood has ever gotten. Honestly, like, you're so right when you say it's so good to see billionaires actually giving away billions. And, like, people love to shit on them, but... But maybe because we're shitting on them so much, they're like, fine, I won't give away all my billions. And if we were just like, hey, it'd be really cool if you did this, but fine, all good if not, then that'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I will. Yeah, to me it kind of seems like it's she's donating all this money because she doesn't even want it, like in, in spite of Jeffrey Bezos in a way. Oh, maybe. It could be to get rid of that dirty Amazon money. Yeah. Luce, what's, uh, what's your first news story? So I've got a bit of a Russia-Ukraine update for us. Um, the Russians have pledged to ease their attack in Kiev, but the West are pretty bloody sceptical of that, and so is Lucy, the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> so naturally, each shit show, we like to bring a bit of an update about what's happening with Russia's invasion into Ukraine. At the moment, um, negotiators from Russia and Ukraine have just gathered in Istanbul, where a Russian official said that Russia would sharply reduce military activity around Kiev and Chunev. Um, I would like to note that they will continue to go hard as against all other parts of Ukraine. They will just reduce military activity in these two places. Now, to me and to a lot of people with way more expertise on the subject than me, this sharp reduction in military activity, I think, comes after Russia realized that they couldn't just steamroll through Kiev and, like, they're trying to frame this loss or this, like, something they thought that they were going to do quite easily um, or lack of progress in taking over these places, like, as a decision, like, they weren't doing that well and then suddenly they decided, oh, we'll reduce military activity when it's like, no, you're just saying you'll reduce military activity because you were low-key losing or you weren't doing as well as you thought you were going to do. So I think... I mean, it's not even a hot take. A lot of people think that this is just a way of them polishing something that, uh, polishing their shit. They've done a bad job and now they're saying, oh no, we want to reduce military activity. But um, I want to give you some hot takes from some people that know a bit more than me about all of this. Joe Biden says it's all well and good to say these things, but we'll see if they follow through with what they're suggesting. US Secretary of State and Anthony J. Blinken, that Blinken guy, says that there is what Russia says and there's what Russia does. And what Russia is doing is the continued brutalization of Ukraine and its people. Boris Johnson says he will judge Russia by its actions, not its words. President Zelensky says that while these negotiations with Russia have been positive, these signals do not silence the explosion of Russian shells. 
The mayor of Kunev says time will tell if the Russians actually stick to their word, and a Russian negotiator warns the de-escalation is not a ceasefire. So no one holds high hopes for this reduction in um, sort of military force around Kiev and Chunev. I think it's just potentially that they weren't doing so well and they decided that this would be a strategic sort of framing opportunity. Did you see earlier this week when Joe Biden said that this guy cannot be in power anymore? No. Yeah, well, basically in a speech to the UN, uh, Joe Biden went kind of off script according to his script writers and basically said that it's ridiculous that this guy is still in power, obviously talking about Vladimir. Oh, I love when Biden goes off script. His oldness is showing. Some of his former gaffes. But it's like the first time in probably forever that an American president has called for a regime change for Russia, which is a pretty big deal, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and publicly as well. I'm sure behind closed doors they've said whatever the fuck they want, but for him to be like, this dude should not be in power, kind of kind of go off, Joe Biden. Now, Nick, you are back with one of your specialties, a story about some sort of animal relating to some sort of world thing. Yeah, I'm really typecasting myself as the, the animal guy, aren't I? I mean, I don't know. I I don't usually love animals, but they make good news stories. Uh, so <laughs> by now, you've probably heard about the production delays a thousand times, You know, supply chain issues, chips shortages, boats getting stuck in canals and things like that. Um, but this is a new one. At least I haven't seen it before. Uh, an entire car factory got shot down because of a leopard. Uh, what did the leopard do? <laughs> well, Lucy, the leopard did this. Um, <laughs> in, <laughs> in Shikhan in India, a young leopard waltzed on into the Mercedes-Benz factory and scared the shit out of the employees and shut down production for several hours. This particular part of the world has a higher density of leopards than anywhere else, but it's still a pretty rare occurrence for these animals to get so close to people. Um, according to Wildlife SOS, which is an animal rescue organisation in India, the three-year-old male, big cat, wandered into the plant and understandably sent the employees into a panic. The staff alerted the state forest department, which uh, called Wildlife SOS for help. The Wildlife SOS team whipped in uh, and took the leopard away. Now, no one would blame you for saying, well, Nick, I bet that's never happened before. Um, but you'd be wrong. A similar incident took place 800 miles away near New Delhi, Um a leopard spent a day and a half hiding from authorities in 2017 and shut down India's largest car factory. Um, so I guess fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Fool me twice, shame on the leopard. No, no, fool me once, shame on the leopard. Fool me twice, massively shame on us. What's that George Bush quote? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, can't get fooled again. Now, I mentioned Biden earlier, Luce, Um but he's been in the news again this week. He has. So just yesterday, which won't be yesterday because we record a few days in advance, um, US President Joe Biden has signed legislation that designates lynching as a federal hate crime. So I should mention before we get into this that obviously I will be talking about lynching and the murder of mainly African-American people in this section. So if you don't want to listen, just skip past it or I would encourage you to listen, but obviously listen with care. So lynching is murder by a mob with no due process or rule of law. So across the US, thousands of people, um, as most of us will have learned, mainly African-Americans, were 
lynched by white mobs, often by hanging or torture, and mostly in the 19th and 20th centuries. About 4,400 African Americans were lynched between 1877 and 1950. And for a long time, those who participated in the lynchings were often celebrated and they obviously didn't face any sort of punishment for a long time. So Joe Biden has just signed into law a bill that classifies lynching as a federal hate crime. And this is punishable by up to 30 years in prison. Grossly, Nick, it's taken more than 100 years and 200 attempts for this bill to achieve victory. Yeah, I honestly thought it was massively illegal by now. Yeah, I know. And the thing is, and we'll get to this in a second, is that the um, signing of this law and making lynching a federal hate crime is mostly symbolic because you can charge under different things. Obviously, you can't go around just murdering people, even though some people seem to think they can. But um, we'll get to the symbolicness. We'll get to the symbolism of it in uh, just a second. So the so it's called the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act, and this is named after the 14-year-old boy who was kidnapped and brutally beaten and then shot by a mob of white men in 1955 before they threw him into a river. Honestly, I just read up about this story a few weeks ago, like in depth, um, and it made me so upset. I I would encourage you to read about the story to know a bit more about um, why the act was named after him, but also, again, just really, really read with care. But this Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act allows um, an act to be prosecuted as a lynching when a person conspires to commit a hate crime that results in death, serious bodily injury, and other serious harms. So Joe Biden said, racial hate isn't an old problem, it's a persistent problem. Hate never goes away. It only hides and then obviously in 2020 and onwards and with the rise of social media it hides less and less everyone's filming it or you know we're made aware of it and for good reason now the important symbolic power um that this new law that this new act has um basically is that it will give federal prosecutors another tool to prosecute some of the country's most brutal hate crimes so it builds on the severe severity of um hate crime laws that already exist now the reason this is symbolic is because lynchings carry with it the idea that the person who is killed or harmed like it isn't just the victim because lynchings are typically motivated towards like the victim's race or the religion or the sexual orientation it's it's basically threatening a whole community and saying that it's because of this it's because of this way you identify that they have committed this crime. And so it's a um, it's not just about the victim. It's about saying, like, yeah, this was actually aimed at a whole community. So it's, it's a very symbolic um, change, a very late change. I mean, it took 200 tries to get here, which is just wild. But in saying that, just a it's a good and necessary change. To be honest, it... Thank God it's happened now. Well, thank God it should have happened sooner, but thank God it's happened, period. Yeah, still shocking that it's taken this long, but great progress. Um, now, I know you said that you were going to steal my 
Mackenzie Bezos story as your good news story, but I see you've actually got one here, so why don't you read it out anyway? Yeah, I feel like we deserve a bit of good news at the end of this episode. I was just going to talk about um, this big concert, like this big star-studded concert that happened over in the UK. Uh, It raised... 12 million pounds for Ukraine and basically just a whole lot of celebrities got together like Ed Sheeran, Camila Cabello, Emily Sunday, Snow Patrol, fucking Paloma Faith, Tom O'Dell, who I love, the Manic Street Pre- the Manic Street Preachers, a whole lot of celebs got together and did a 2-hour show in Birmingham, Birmingham and raised yeah, raised a shit ton of money for the for Ukraine. And, like, that's a good news story, right? Exactly. Raising money for a worthy cause is always good news. Always good news. Do you have a comment of the week this week? I do have a comment of the week. Um, It was on your post about uh, do you call it a ladybird or a ladybug? I'm pretty interchangeable between the two, I think. A ladybug. I never really think about it that much. Ladybird, ladybug. But anyway, that's me. Um, Aiden, Arden, Adden, someone. Oh, no, I missed the J. It's Jaden. Ha, sorry, Jaden. Jaden, uh, VRH, said, in the Netherlands, literally translated, we call it Little Lovely Lord Beast. Um, And I think that's better than Ladybird or Ladybug. That's the best thing ever. Little Lovely Lord Beast. Go to the Netherlands. They've got bikes. They've got tons of bikes. And they've got Little Lovely Lord Beasts flying around. That's so cute. And, like, I would also say that that's a great way to describe me. Little lovely Lord Beast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, Nick, my comment of the week is also on that post. It's from Simon, and it says, You New Zealanders are weird as hell. Well, yeah. 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 Yeah, we are. Well, yeah, we are. I thought this was a universal thing, but apparently not. Now, if you all liked this episode, which... Honestly, amazing if you did, because me and Nick are just like up Struggle Street so hard at the moment. Even the Red Bull didn't help. Please come and become a Cisco supporter. Please come and just give whatever you can. And if you can't, please just rate us five stars or tell your friends about us or give Nick a follow over on the shit show. Um, We love you. And we also love doing this as part of our job. So you are the way that we can continue to do that. And we love every single one of you that does it. Nick, I've just mentioned where the people can find you. So I'm just going to say thank you and good night, my darling. Alrighty. Yes, I'm off to have another nap. Um, I will see you next week. Bye, everyone. 